0: The people of Sake actually brought me into Sake. Back in 1988, this place was actually in Ginza on the main drag. At first it was kind of soy sauce, it was miso. To the point where it actually changed my life. New Year's Day 1989. Uh, not just Sake as a beverage, but all the culture and history and... Welcome and thanks for once again tuning in to a brand new episode of Sake On Air, the world's very first podcast dedicated to expanding the dialogue surrounding Japan's iconic beverages of sake and shochu. My name is Justin Potts, one of your regular hosts here on the show, and we are continuing this week with our mini sake and shochu vocabulary series. And we have brought on another fantastic guest, uh, joining us to share her knowledge with us today, I am joined by Ms. Arlene Lyons from over in Switzerland. Arlene, how are you doing this morning, evening, evening where you're at? <laughs> it is a lovely evening. Thank you. It's good to talk to you, Justin. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Real quick, why don't you just tell the folks what keeps you busy in the world of sake? How should they know you and where should they find you before we before we dive into this?
1: also i kind of try and and work at two levels one is is kind of just putting sake information out for more beginner level people and so i do that under the umbrella of discover sake which is discover-sake.com and, and i run tastings in zurich and um, both introductory ones and more specialist workshops and then for people like yourself people already know about sake professionals working in the in the industry i work um, under taste translation and taste to And that is where um, I operate as a translator and more recently as an interpreter for specialized clients in, in the sake world.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I, I love following your work. It's so lovely that you're actually you, you do such a great job picking up interesting information and interesting things that don't always get out there and putting those out into the world. So it's it's fantastic. I recommend, yeah, all of our listeners, if you have if you're not following. Uh, taste t- translation already, I highly recommend uh doing so. And you're about to head off to Japan here very, very shortly. I am for, tomorrow for some fact. of those <laughs> adventures tomorrow. In fact, we, we, we <laughs> managed to thread the needle this time and, and get you Absolutely. on here, So so no, it thanks so much. Be... For, yeah, right. That's that's how I'd like to think <laughs> of it. So yeah, thanks so much for making time. Um your word for this week. I pitched this at you and I said, just pick one word for me. Um what is the sake bit of vocabulary that you have been thinking about lately that you would like to share with our listeners?
1: it's It's an interesting one. so I, I kind of struggled to come up with something. And then the term that I came up with actually it it can be used outside of sake. It's not a sake specific term, sure, but it gets used a lot in sake, and the word is kanvi, okay. Which in its general form, is to kind of control something or to manage something or to kind of supervise or oversee something, and it comes up a lot in translation. You'll have things like ondo kanri, and I'll translate it differently depending on the context. So it will be like temperature control, and in other things like moromino no kanri, it'd be like manage, managing the, the the main the main ferment the moromi, and so it's a very mutable term, and you you kind of have to think about it in context and how how would you say this in English? How would you think sure. about this in English? Sure. So as a translator, it's a fascinating term.
0: <laughs> sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Not that you you're right. It is it often just as a word, it often just gets translated as like management or like yes. handling of or something like yes. that. Right. <laughs> but it's you can take it and you attach it to all these different things. You're right. And then it gets uh, in in that different context that it, it you have, sort of have to envision exactly what that means, right? Exactly. Interesting. Exactly interesting interesting why well, are you are you working on a lot of condi a lot of management related translation and things at the moment is this why this was why this uh, it is I've, I've, there's
1: actually an, an enormous project i've been working on for gosh the last year and a half maybe even longer which is is not yet out in the world but um if it if it comes to pass which i hope it will do um it's it's a like a massive training course um coming out of japanese from from a big japanese organization yeah and that has tons of kanri in it like yeah it's, 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 it's like to train up it's like a boot camp for a new employee.
0: yes yeah. <laughs> oh amazing. And so there's all kinds of
1: kanri. there's there's yeah. kind of cleaning and, and clearing up and storage and washing and, and all these things and then Kind of going all the way through the process. And this is why the term appealed to me, because it's it's quite a nebulous term. Yeah. And in English there's no one word that you can put it against. But to me it it reflects both how the process of sake making is intentional. Mm. So very often the brewer will start at the beginning and they will know what they are aiming for. Yeah. And in many cases it's to kind of write take in the raw ingredients from this year, what do I need to do with them to create a sake that is similar to the sake from last year and also it's kind of the care and the attention to detail it's it's kind of for many some i've been to if they're looking into automation they're just like well how can we automate while still taking as good care of the process as we previously did sure and so one one place i went to they had brought in automation in the form of um automating lifting. And so they basically just have like an arm that comes down from the ceiling and lifts in order to reduce the strain on the employees. And in a way, like they're looking after the employees as well, it's a form of convenience. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> a
1: sustainable, a sustainable job. And so that's why like kind of, I was thinking, it comes up again. And I was thinking of like various different terms and I was just like, wait, all of these terms are coming at the end. Yeah. And so, it's the focus of the brewer. It's the intentionality of the brewer. And then for everybody in the brewery, it's this this care and attention, this kind of awareness of what they're doing and of the end product and what they need to do to make sure that the process goes according to plan, yeah. And so so that's that's why I thought it was particularly particularly interesting even though it's
0: not really exactly specific yeah but it right but you're right it is it does permeate everything and sort of every part of the process in some in some facet right and it's it's interesting i like you brought up the point that it conveys a sense of intentionality or or intervention right like there's a lot of it that seems or feels you know left up to you know, the the role of nature, and a lot of it is, but at the same time, there's clearly eyes and hands on that process throughout, and it sort of suggests that relationship, you know, and so it does tell you a lot about sort of, I guess, the stance at which, you know, a lot of brewers are approaching, you know, brewing as well, too, so that does give you a lot of insight to that. No, that's that's it.
1: When you you talk about the the kind of the natural elements of it, a lot of people, a lot of brewers are kind of texts that I've, I've worked with. They talk about almost like a dialogue with the koji and the yeast with the microbes, or if, if, if you're doing the Kimoto Yamahai starters or the, the Budaimoto with, with all the other microbes involved. And so it's like, and for that, for that, you can't, the thinking is that you can't control the microbes, but you can control the environment. Yeah. And so your role as the brewer or the, 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 the brewery worker is to control environment so this is that the khanri then is for the environment and you create the environment which is ideal for the koji or the yeast and which kind of pushes it in the direction that you want it to go so kind of how active you want your koji to be what do you want the wheat reese to be doing and and then everybody will be altering like the temperature or the humidity in order to achieve that result but they're working with the microbes
0: yeah Yeah, it's sort of a symbiotic relationship in a way. Right. It's it's the right, like I said, that that control or management or handling of that's a good point. It's not directly being applied to the liquid. It's being applied Mm to everything on the periphery, (laughs) essentially. Yes. yes. Right. That's a really that's a really good point. That's a really good point. And there's
1: another thing I worked on recently where somebody described the 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 whole process of, of creating a sake as being like raising a child and describing it as uh, you have he feels the same level of responsibility and i suppose that's a softer side of it like you can control the temperature you just like turn up turn a knob up and down but you're also guiding things and that you that are not completely within your control like you you'll you'll never be able to kind of like go into the settings panel for the Koji and tell them exactly yeah. what to do or yeah. control the, the external temperature when you're yeah. maturing sake. Yeah, but so the settings panel you for your child. You <laughs> <laughs> Mute. Mute. <Right. laughs> exactly.
0: Volume control. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. You're right. No, that's great. That's great. That's great. And it's, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to jump back. as a little bit of a tangent, but it was funny that you... Uh, Mentioned the control in terms of automation versus not so much versus, but you know, alongside or doing something hands-on, and it sort of suggests that the hands-on approach apply is results in I don't know better Kandi or control, but that's sort of the long assumed. You know, approach, and it's sort of in in distancing from that, and in in bringing automation and things like that in. You often find there's a lot of I don't know if hesitancy is the right word, but there's mm, resistance, re- yeah, resistance, right? Like, I think so. I
1: think, and and individual breweries will, I think, play with the idea of automation to suit themselves. As yeah. the kind of one one brewery I went to in, in Tochigi, they were just like. We have a rice washing machine, like the tiny Wilson ones, and that's it. We don't want anything else. It does not work. The way we work does not work with automation. Yeah. The way we want to work does not work with automation. And again, so obviously they have to keep the business running and everything else. But that was their decision. Whereas another brewery up in El they were just like, look, we've we've experimented. And we found various different places where actually, if we automate it, the end result to us is fine. It's acceptable. We like it, and so we are going to automate here and there. They'd automated half their Koji process, but not all of it. Yeah. And they were experimenting to find out how can we work with automation, but they didn't want to hand everything over to it. There's still the country. They want the country. Yeah. There was, there was. It was actually on the tour I went. With you to, to okay Begata
0: yes. In, oh, great.
1: 2020. Yeah. And when we were when we were there, and I remember the Toghi had like one of these thermometer guns, and he was just like reading the temperature rise, and then he stuck his hand in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just,
0: yeah. Like,
1: yep. Like, like you've got the machine, you're still going to. You've do got it the yourself. machine. You've got the
0: number. You've got the data in <laughs> yeah. front of you that came up in the second. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to stick my hand in it and yeah. make the and yeah. make the final call. Right. Right. It's. <laughs> Oh it's it's great it's beautiful it's beautiful i love it oh so good so good so good kundi okay now now you got me now you got me thinking of this. as, as someone who's currently in a position of having to figure out how to kundi a lot of things i think a lot of things here um this is this is going to resonate with me throughout the day and the in the in the week and in, in the months to come i have a feeling amazing amazing amazing, amazing. perfect Arlene, thank you so much for making time. You're that, is, welcome. that was that was a great surprise. I didn't know what exactly yes. what word you were gonna pick. And that was that is one that I, I think <laughs> no one other than yourself would have would have thought of. And I'm so glad you no. brought that to the table. <laughs> and that is that was uh, very informative uh, and enjoyable. And I hope that our listeners uh moving ahead, whether they're you know, moving around in the world of sake and shochu or something else related to japan i hope they'll they'll keep that component of of Kandi in mind as they as they explore um how these how these lovely things are crafted very good excellent well arlene thank you so much um we will oh, thank you have to get you you have a safe um and fantastic uh trip to japan thank and you and we'll have to thank get you, you back much. on air here uh again very soon all right take care thanks bye. so much Bye bye And that will do it for one more episode here at Sake On Air. If you have not rated or reviewed us over on Apple Podcasts or whatever it is you get your podcast listening from, uh, please do go ahead and do that as it helps us a great deal. You can follow along with us at, at Sake On Air on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well as youtube you can track us down on there and if you'd like to send any questions you can get in touch with us on any of those social media channels or at questions at sakeonair.com sake on air is brought to you with the fantastic support of the japan sake and shochu makers association and broadcast more often than not from the japan sake and shochu information center located in the heart of tokyo the show is brought to you by potscape productions with audio work by mr frank walton